0: Vamos
1: I've gathered new information about the second tome that was stolen from the Darian Library from an aged hermit living in the Dune Sea. The strange ones now wait patiently as Eldar uses a dusty tome to contact his friend, who has possession of the pilfered book. Assessing the mage's camp, your observations lead you to believe this is not the first time surviving in the merciless, or this is not his first time, surviving in the merciless hellscape of the Dune Sea of Abishar. His gear, while old and tattered, is both minimal and quality. Within the windswept silence you can hear the, ner- the nervous coos of Merlin, Eldar's owl, as he stares cautiously at all of you. The silence is broken, when Eldar closes the book between his thumb and index finger. This is session 59 The Benefactor. So, Eldar closes this book and he seems to be taking a moment almost analyzing what he has uh, written. But you're in his camp, it is, we'll say, evening at this point. The sun is beginning to set on the dunes, and he's still sitting over there. He's not walking up to you yet.
2: Yes? Uh, I am still hidden. Okay. I never never went to the camp.
0: Okay. (laughs) What was the king's name in in Zundrum? Oh, uh, (laughs) Gotcha. Sorry, it's not anything going on right now. Um, he comes back and sits down at the camp.
1: Nope. He... He's still separate. He's just closed the book and
2: seems to be contemplating something. Can I make another second check for him Yeah. What are you looking for? Uh, Just any movement outside the camp area. Anybody walking towards the camp, things of that nature. Okay.
1: 22. Yeah, you don't see anything.
0: Okay.
1: It's barren as hell out there.
0: I would like to have Ozark visible land on my shoulder. Okay. And wait for... Eldar to come back. All right.
3: Can we be taking a short rest?
1: Yeah. Everybody can take you a short rest. If you're just waiting for Eldar to get back with you, then we can go ahead and get to that.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, before Eldar gets back, I'll insert dialogue about my idea about the law. I think that would be a great
3: idea because then if you cast judgment... I,
4: I could stand by it. That's the idea. I The one thing I worry about is I want to study this thoroughly and make sure I have a full grasp of it because I want everyone to be all right with judgment even if they don't agree with an outcome. As long as it's based on something other than my own personal opinion. I have to say, as long as you're
3: not biased, then that's fair and that would align with my beliefs
0: yes I couldn't agree more if we are to not be judge jury and executioner and we would turn them over to the law of the land then <coughs> you being a lawgiver makes perfect sense it essentially just saves us a trip to a major city right um, would that
3: be okay with you Raph
0: thumbs up he says thumbs up he I assume he's eating and Give me a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody take um, uh, if I can't see you then I guess you don't get them, but everybody take your thirteen temporary. We finished shortly. Another those.
4: inconvenient thing is that a judgment might be that we need to take them to an actual settlement and have them <laughs> imprisoned if they're not, you know, actually evil, if they've just stolen a shit ton of stuff. I still have thirteen. I still thirteenth temporary from last time.
0: So um, given that. Question, are you saying that the only judgment you would be okay with doling out is death?
4: Well, no. I mean, I can pass judgment and take, a, if we have a prisoner that, let's say, is a thief and stole a significant amount of property, for some reason we ended up with them. We would just have to take them to a settlement and have them imprisoned or cut off their, their hands. Cut off their hands is probably a good Malkarian law. I'm sure there's something for that. We're fine. He's
1: already past judgment at that point, though. He's just looking for a prison. Right.
0: A community service. No. Yeah. I like this. I believe it would help with uh, what I have felt is a growing rift. My question.
1: All right. So the sun has fully set behind the dunes. It's about 20, 30 minutes after the sun sets that you see as Eldar opens this book and seems to read the contents on the pages. And after only a few seconds, he closes the book yet again, rises and walks over the camp, sitting down amongst all of you with his fire in the middle.
4: If you don't say anything, that don't mm-hmm. I, I have one more thing. Okay, go ahead. And, and one more thing. Um, our associate with one less arm, uh, I don't know if he wants to be <laughs> um, I don't know if he wants to keep the prosthetic that I created for him as very unique and special and time-intensive as it was. Uh, he may prefer a... More permanent solution like the res- restoration of his arm. I have no idea how that works or if there's any restoration magic that can do that, but all, all I can do is cure wounds. There is for sure because Nicholas could do that. Great restoration. Mm-mm, no, it's regeneration. or regeneration.
2: again, out, out, of, out, out. Of, out of
4: character context might be that's regenerate. just a free up a two minute stock for you. Right. Yeah. I if if we didn't have to worry about the prosthetic I could return I can create a new infusion
0: out of something into something else. Something like a spell sword ring. Unfortunately I don't uh, can I make a history check or something to see if I would know of this spell since I have a decent amount of healing magic and You can make either
1: an Arcana check or a religion check. Yeah. In. If you just want the character with a metal arm. arm.
0: Uh twelve. Twelve? What's the spell? Uh the spell is regenerate. And it's for bards, clerics, and uh druids. I think Nicholas offered to use it on Clara.
1: Yeah, you can use you can see you know it. Okay. I don't know if he paused his screen or I
0: think he uh, he just went and did something else on his phone or whatever he's using. Yeah. ratcalf right, There it is. There he is. Um <clears throat> Hey, sorry, I was getting another call, but I declined it. We're good. good. Um, I, I don't have access to that level of magic. I'm not currently here. I'm still hiding. Oh, no. I don't have access to that <laughs> level to of magic. Me. Um, but I'm sure that we can. Uh, surely, at least one or two of our associates that we allies we've made along the way do have such magic. That's a awesome. so spell called regenerate. It is rather high level. Um, the, the person to person, it's a seventh level spell. Ooh. Yeah. So,
4: I bet there's a material co- component to it.
0: Um,
1: we can worry. We can cross that bridge. Okay. It's, just,
0: it's just a healing spell. Yeah. I don't think there is.
4: Yeah.
1: But uh, it's, uh, it's
0: up
4: to him. If he wants to keep the metal arm, that's fine.
0: Hey, I'm going to call you right back. All right.
1: So, Eldar sits down uh, amongst all of you and says, She has agreed uh, to return the book, but only to the strange ones themselves. I can lead you to her, if you still wish to recover the town.
3: Of course. And where would we be meeting?
1: Let's go east. I would rather not tell you the
2: details of the exact location until we're there. From, from where I'm at, can I make the perception check to, to see if I can hear him talking? Um... I'm re- I was re- I was waiting for confirmation as to whether or not this was going to be like a good guy or bad guy type deal.
1: Yeah, go ahead and make an insight check because it is windswept, so okay. it's going to be pretty hard to hear. Yeah, you can tell it's going well. Okay. There's okay. not really any aggression, no caution. It seems like the strange ones have kind of let their guard down for the most part. Okay. When I, when I hear that, I'll
2: meander my way into the.
1: Yeah. Okay. Elzar kind of catching you out of like the corner of his eye once you intend for him to see you, kind of like places his hand on the fumble of his sword.
0: He's a friend of ours, another member of the strange ones. He sits back down. So and the only one you have yet to see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, Elzar asks, "Are you wanting to depart tonight, or are you wanting to sleep here?" and set out in the morning. Uh,
4: How late is it? It
1: just turned night. I'm set to go to travel the night, if
4: that's what we want to do.
0: I'm fast traveling. Eldon, do you have much experience traveling in the Dune Sea?
1: looks at you and kind of a smirk that just kind of stretches down the right side of his face. He says, I am
0: quite experienced. <laughs> do you recommend traveling at night under uh, the cover of darkness and when it's considerably cooler, or would you prefer we sleep and take, take off in the morning?
1: The hazards of traversing the Dune Sea will not be insurmountable at night, and it is certainly more forgiving at night, but the sandworms do prefer to work at
2: night.
0: don't like that.
2: Valleys over there, these
0: tips of his ears radiating from the sun, from the from the heat from the day. I would much prefer to travel at night. I'm resistant to fire, so it's, it's up to you guys. <laughs> I think we could take some sandworms. Yeah, okay this is a very bold assumption. <laughs> <laughs> We're practically gods Do we have, have any juice? juice. <laughs> I, I
3: still have cactus juice.
0: I don't cosign
4: that for what it's worth. Mm. No. That's a meme. We're not no, with I'm him. I'm not serious. We're not with him. Meryl suddenly swallowed up by the grass. Shut the fuck up.
1: So if you're all willing to depart uh, in the night, Eldar. I
0: don't
1: if you stop before morning. I mean, okay. you're gonna stop at like midnight. He's asking oh, if you okay. wanna gas, okay. yeah. It's not
0: like a travel through the night and be what? Yeah. in the morning. Our tents are pretty are consistent temperature inside, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like they'll yeah. oh we travel traveling at night and sleeping during the day in the cool pits. That'll feel like air conditioning after walking through the desert. Yeah. As we're walking, do we see a cacti? Uh, make a perception check. Can uh, Ozark help her with that? Sure. Okay. 12 plus 5, Oh, wait, do I, I get advantage? Yeah, because, oh,
3: uh,
0: yeah.
3: Eighteen. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool. The cactus hide. You do manage to see three cacti in, we'll say, one cluster. Can I
3: collect cactus
1: juice? You can. How you much can, cactus juice do You can collect three bottles worth. Three glass bottles
2: Ooh. worth. So i remind me again what the cactus juice does to the sandworms. Just to the sandworms? It wards them. It wards them. Okay. It also makes you high. Well, I remember that.
1: that. Valor was very aware of that. As a matter of fact, out of those three cacti that you find, you do see that Eldar kind of stabs this dagger into the base of one of them and seems to collect some into a jar.
0: How do we plan on traveling uh, far as front, back, and center? I believe that would be the most wise positioning for who, if, if you wouldn't mind... Give me the mount. whoever's tailing should have one, whoever's at the front should have Does, one, um, and whoever's in the middle.
4: have our guide
2: here at the front. I would like to ask Eldar mm-hmm. if, if he can see at night. Does he appear human? He appears human. Okay. Then I would like to be a few paces ahead of Eldar, do perception checks as we're going, as we're going back and going out. Okay. Volunteer for
1: rear guard. Okay. So Rathinax is bringing up the rear. I'll hang out with Rathnax if I have cactus juice. Okay. Um, I'll be up at the front. Darkness is gonna uh, fly above. Okay. Perfect. Just indefinitely. Yeah. I
2: got dragon wings. It is pretty breezy. Because of your
1: lineage. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll stay, stay towards the middle. You are the same as my walking. You have escape. like
2: permanently fixed wings. They can appear and disappear okay. at, at, at a, in a bonus section. Huh. Hey God, why don't why don't I have dragon wings?
0: Hmm. <laughs> your people were cursed long ago what do you mean her
1: feet to be flightless <laughs> now you that's that's the roar behind it that's why dragon board don't have wings
0: um. Rinalia, mm-hmm. if i'm going to be in around the middle can i uh get one of those uh, cactus juice bottles yeah one. thank
4: you you have to get it back though
0: uh, if, if but it's not idea. used to save us. yes of course
3: so i'm going to just take one out
2: general oh. perception check as a walk. yeah pulled natural I'm specifically looking for shifting in sands. And I'm, only, I'm, I'm a, thinking about 10 yeah,
0: uh, feet above the, the middle of the party. I'm not gonna go uh, natural 20 for 3030. Good deal. Good God. 30 <laughs> 30 reminds me of college. <laughs> <laughs> you just turned 30. <laughs> I was talking about the 30 reacts and any light here, really. <laughs>
2: Dude, it's a Thursday. Better kill a dirty 30. Jesus Christ. Zach, like, if you roll higher than 30, I don't know if it's going to be I think there's a good Oh, shit. Oh, that's
0: encounters. <laughs> that sure is. Oh, God. Oh, Old Ezra. It, it didn't roll like a regular. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Everyone just appears out of
0: the sand. I don't like that look. We <laughs> see a sandworm coming up, but Old Ezra just pops your head up and goes, Hey! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got you Don't any you fudge them it.
2: stories. Don't you fudge it. Whatever you roll, you rolled.
1: No, I rolled a 94.
0: Oh, oh, oh. What was that?
1: Meldrix.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we asked for it. Well, oh.
3: and then We're going go to go to to
0: Tharkoon. He's going to be like, whenever you're ready, I have these dragon slaying weapons ready. we room." going to be like, ain't that
3: in the sand, bro. <laughs> and then the Doom
1: Sea turns into the Glass Sea. Yeah. So there's a couple of points as you travel, and it gets closer towards the mid part of the night you do notice some swirling in the sand that doesn't seem to be moving with the wind. And as you bring the party's attention to it, and Eldar, who you turn to speak to, is already looking directly at these little swirls as these ridges of some creature that's traveling below the sand is kind of circling. You can see that Eldar uncorks this probably about a half-gallon canteen and just begins to slowly pour this water out onto the ground. And (coughs) it's several minutes uh, before you see that there's more than one of these spines. Before long, you're losing count. There's about six, maybe seven, and they've just begun to form this perfect circle around all of you. And elgar who has slowly been pouring this half gallon out, just looks at all of you without saying a word and just kind of shakes the canteen. And you can hear there are dregs in the bottom of it. It's
2: almost out. So I'll start just slowly pouring out when I'm okay. ready, one of my black iron arrows and just look at the magic magic users.
3: Oh, the Alistair. Can
2: anybody you turn light? Can anybody turn yeah. sand and glass?
0: <laughs> I'll pull mine out. Okay. So we got it at the front, in the middle, and at the back.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. I so it, it takes one of the, glass jar- of the glass bottles that you did and where did you get yours from I gave to me. It. okay so two it takes two but since you were resourceful enough to grab some of that cactus juice you do notice that after about an hour delay these spines in the sand slowly one by one dart off in different directions over the course of an hour eventually the sands around you are still and you no longer see any presence mm-hmm. of sandworms mechanically is there a reason I couldn't turn the sand into glass? You could, it probably wouldn't do a lot of good, it'd probably mm-hmm. just break through it. Mm-hmm. It'd be harder to travel through the
0: sand, I would think. Mm-hmm.
3: It's the surface layer in the sand, it's not that's deep true, deep it wouldn't
0: sand. be that deep. Yeah, yeah okay, all. fair enough. It'd be shitty glass, <laughs> so
1: all right. After a while, Eldar, who has taken kind of this seated position where he seems to be relaxing and just kind of taking in thoughts in the night air, uh, rises and looks at all of you for confirmation that you're ready to continue moving. All right. So well into the night. Yes. Go I'd ahead. like
3: to just keep, um, I guess, perception for more cacti.
1: Okay. I can get more um, while we're, while we're you're, you're not going to find any more tonight because I rolled for it, mm-hmm. but yes. Remind me the next time you want to look for them, like tomorrow or the
0: next night. And Ozark will give assistance, if possible. Okay. Each time. So
1: when the moon is all the way up directly over your heads, Aldar kind of stops at one point in this little hollow spot in the dunes where it's kind of more sheltered from the wind and drops its pack and kind of looks at all of you as if silently saying, this is where we're going to make camp for the night. I would imagine that you all break out your tents, yep. except for Darkest. Yeah, he just sleeps in a sleeping bag. Okay. Darkest. Oh.
3: Would you like to share Can a I take tent? the first watch?
1: Yeah, one second.
3: Would you like to share a tent? Because it is, it is cold out here and it does
0: That would be excellent, thank you. <sighs> it's a tortoise. Oh. How oh, interesting. Yes. I mean, I imagine I've probably seen them before if Saphrax has been Daria. Although he wouldn't have been shown it off, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll say you've heard of them but never okay. seen them. Gotcha.
1: So I'll
2: invite you into my turn, <coughs> a lot
3: of pillows. Because I, I bought all the comfy pillows that come to sit on.
0: He'll still sleep on the floor. But I mean, at yeah, least in the air thing. conditioning. <laughs> you know. We have meat and
1: wine and meat. Uh, Who's taking first watch with Rathmax? Meryl. Alright, I need the two of you to make perception checks.
4: God, I miss Nicholas's. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> why do I have advantage? Rod of alertness? Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh. Okay, so that would be 30 20. Dirty 20? I'm sorry, 17. That was a 17. I thought it was plus 4. Why is
1: my performance? total seven. <laughs> Okay. 7. Yeah. Uh, so, your hands.
0: It's the devil's
1: hands. So Rathanax seems thoroughly distracted by the beauty that is the Dune Sea at night, but you, Meryl, managed to keep a fairly vigilant watch for the few hours that you are on watch. Is there anything that the two of you would like to discuss? Man, mm-hmm. I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. Are you going, Did you go straight to bed? Yeah, I mean. yeah. Everyone else is in their respective
0: tents. I would want. like to take about an hour in my yeah, tent hour. and open up That's my, my uh, temple, <laughs> sit down <laughs> in my dwarfish smoking chair, open up my globe, and pour two drinks and talk to Morgat. Pray essentially about the uh, what Merrill brought to the group and just kind of so, so, talk about how I agree. Just kind of conversing. Okay. Uh, who's okay. taking second watch? I'll take second watch. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll have to meditate so I can be up for
2: the rest of the night. Yeah, but don't forget your rolls. Yeah. Okay. So.
1: Second watch. Go ahead and roll. i work on Oh, that was terrible. I'm working
4: to on another eight. No. eight Thirteen. Eleven.
3: Eleven.
4: Nice. Why not?
3: We I thought we were going to do the idea of combining the, the amulets oh, right. the area. I'm going to
4: work on combining the amulets. And did I give you a date? I was going to look at that. Okay. Don't forget your tinkers tools that I got to give you a day. Yeah, rolled a three. <laughs> okay. It's a one, right? Yeah. No, scrap project. <laughs> cool. Uh Consumes all four amulets. No, we did not discuss a date. Or amount
1: of days. Uh, what's the rarity of an amulet?
4: Oh, it's like uncommon. Uh, the MS, the MS that you that you. Formed. I think it's uncommon. They were, were green, so they're. Green, so they're, yeah, green. they're uncommon.
1: <laughs> uncommon. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to do one up, since it's going to be a bunch of amulets all combined. Mm-hmm. Um to combine them you will need materials worth two thousand gold pieces and it will be it says work weeks. Five days is a work week? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um what's your boss? on that It says rare is ten work weeks. Days? Uh, Fifty
2: days?
1: Now keep in mind you can you can knock out
4: multiple days. sessions in one roll. So with Magic Adam Adept, if it's uncommon, I it can take me a quarter of the normal time and cost me half as much as usual gold. But it's not uncommon. It's rare. Yes. Yeah. It's rare. It's up one. you do to get anything for rare? I don't think so. Not at really much higher levels higher than But I'm keep in days. mind you
1: knock out multiple days in in one go most of the time.
4: So how many days total? What was your roll? Fifty. Which roll? The your 20. tinkering roll. For this time? Mm hmm. I I don't know if I rolled once or twice. I'm gonna say it once. That's a lot, like twenty eight. Two days. Okay, but how How was the total? 50.
3: Now
4: you got 48 days. All right. So if you keep rolling two days, so 24 days. Yeah,
1: just over two weeks. We're going to be traveling in the desert for a second. All right, so second watch, what was your rolls?
3: 11.
1: And
2: uh, 13. 13. 13? Yeah. For in my eye. <laughs> right. it's just want to out there. All right of course, and,
1: uh,
4: and it gets everywhere. Everywhere. In 2,000 old with material. Yeah,
1: okay. but you have to buy the material. I'll go ahead and let you start on the days. The next time you get to the city, buy Um. OK, third watch. Uh-huh. Nothing okay. happens on second watch. OK, I'll roll for third again. I'll go ahead. That's right, you can.
2: OK, no problem. Natural 20. If I take a watch, I'll so be assisting someone. So I, think I can do that. Twenty. Twenty-two and thirty-three. Wow! No shit happens, <laughs> and you know it for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I got set on my eyes. There's yeah. a, there's a dust mite that goes by once, and you're
4: like, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slice a fly
1: in What happened? It popped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went. That's weird. Make sure it still out. works. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make sure it still works.
4: <laughs> Throw that away. Take kind a puff on it. What? I'm scared to. That's how fidel Castro almost got assassinated. Well,
3: hold on now. My trash can't start. With so a
4: bait? Yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah, you a trouble. yeah it it, like When, it when you, you say it we popped, take, it.
0: take a puff just on it. Just sit it down. I, it's probably fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had one that was firing forever. That would be an issue. But if it just yeah, popped, it right <laughs> <laughs> <Anyways, laughs> it's probably fine. Put
3: it right here. You're
1: Anyways, as morning comes... And you all set out on another day's journey. We're going to expedite this a little bit because you were here in the Ruin River, mm-hmm. and you're going east. Mm-hmm. Jake, can you map that?
0: We're at the mouth. I believe it's it gonna take was, some
2: time. I believe it was five days again.
0: About halfway down from the mouth.
4: He measured he it last session. Let's say let's say five and a half days. No, let's just say it. <laughs> okay, sure.
1: Let's say two days. Cactus. Yeah, um, one second, we're gonna do them one at a time.
4: Can I make checks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, make, make five checks.
0: You oh, fucker. Oh, my. Uh oh. So, this was how many days of travel, initial travel?
2: Five and
0: a half. Five and a half. I don't know why the fucker drove that thing. And it's mid roll one. That was five days. You measure it last time. Fifty one.
2: That's all days. I'm just having one ninety
1: four. Five. Yeah. Hmm. Four days. Oh. You meet very good terrain. Very little difficulty. So you gain a day. Oh,
4: not Four days. Four days. Four days. Practice. Practice. Roll perception, yes, with advantage
1: of the Ozark 19. Yes, 19, yeah. 19, 15, two days, natural 20. Oh, I'm, 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 we're go going through days. day by day, okay, gotcha, 15, 15, passes, two, One. two vials of cactus juice. Nice, Good, all fine. right. This is the third day.
2: I'll let you keep it. <laughs> yeah. He didn't
0: know we were going day by day. Yeah. I say he just told him four days. After twenty-three days of construction. Nice. Cactus. Cactus. Roll ten more of
1: those. Cactus. Okay, what about your? Three. Sixty-nine cactus. <cows. laughs> <clears throat> So, during the third day, while you are traveling, you do come across a group of tabaxi merchants. Mm. Uh, And they seem to be traveling in the same general direction. They are going to be splitting off before the night comes. But after having a short conversation with them and realizing that they know Saphrax and that they're heading northeast into Alvaran-controlled territory to sell wares, uh they offer to pay you a little bit of gold if you allow them to travel with you Oh, nice. yes. okay so we'll say seven seventy
0: we'll say five gp can i ask them instead of the gold if they have a bottle of a uh, type wine or something because i have rations from there i don't have any alcohol from are you talking
1: about Al-Mon? Alamon
0: wine? Alamon, oh, uh, just wine from Tybac, or, yeah. From, from
1: Tybaxis, Tybaxis, they'll give you a bottle of Tabaxi wine. The, yeah. Yeah, it's not the Alamon, Alamon wine. No, 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 not that, yeah, yeah. not the magic stuff. Uh, Okay, cool, 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 cool. Tabaxi wine. Sweet. So, Kyle, you can add 5GP to your inventory. Hot damn. Where would
4: he go? I don't
1: know. He said he'd be right back. Okay. All right, so that concludes the night. We're gonna say that the three shifts happen. Hey, Zach. Exactly. Cool. I'm sorry. What's up? It's okay. You got uh, five GP. Thank oh, thank you. So the fourth day of travel will conclude with reaching your destination, but we'll go ahead and say that during a break somewhere.
0: Twenty. Three days. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> nine more. Or something. Ten days down. Sixteen. I
4: mean that's
0: pretty good for a short trip. Sixteen. One.
3: Yeah. Last time, I made out of seven in the
0: We're end. gonna have so many orgy grenades. All right. Yeah. You want me to make what? Don't worry. About
2: <laughs> hmm. I would like some grenades that can disperse a liquid over a larger area, please.
4: Is it possible? Yes. I yes. have strong feelings about this. Yes. Valinor, yes. give me a perception so, yes, check.
1: 17 17? that's not bad for what you're trying to do yeah that's not bad for what you're trying to do okay so at one point well into the day probably almost towards the evening you do catch something out of the corner of your eye as this kind of odd shape seems to be right at the crest of a dune almost like something hiding behind the dune and looking And you can see what appear to be these two like kind of cupped ears, not feline, more canine, Hmm. as they're just kind of staring at you from the other side of the dunes. And you can see as it's kind of like turning, almost as if conferring with some other being. Are you letting the party know about this? Yeah. Okay.
0: And this is at night? No. Can I see it from up in the air? Make a perception check. <laughs> so no. All
1: right, you could have, have I just said no. and let you roll for it.
2: Fifteen. I
1: have a plus zero. That's pretty. Good. Well, yeah, but like I said, it's I'm not a very high, high DC. You see him as well. But after they seem to be having this conversation back and forth, you see this head kind of dip down slowly from the other side of the
0: dune. <laughs> <laughs> Do you let the party know? Yeah, <clears throat> I tell everybody. I'd like to have Ozark be invisible. Mm-hmm. and fly kind of wide mm-hmm. and try to get to the other side of the dune there on.
1: Okay, so as he crests the dune, and I assume you're probably, are you wanting to go as well? You're visible though.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to like go up and keep an eye on
1: them. Okay. Uh, around the same time that he spots them and uh, Ozark moves invisibly, you can see that they are moving away.
0: Okay, what do they appear to be? no Gnolls. Darkus is going to kind of look back at y'all for direction as to whether he, we engage or not. I
3: like can I start
0: telling him? Yeah, I mean as long as we're on the same plane of existence, I think. Yeah.
4: Maybe they recognize us.
0: I'd rather entail them just in case they go back to, like, a base camp and say, hey, we recognize those fools. we got to jump them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we fried right well, them um, Who is weak? Are they talking right now? Or they they were. Right? They seem Please to be moving rapidly away notice. from all of you. Would Ozark have had a chance to hear anything they were saying moving up on them?
1: Not in that amount of time. Gotcha. No. I, they, they saw y'all. They dipped down below the dune and took off.
3: I'd
0: just rather keep an eye out until we're pretty much at our destination. Valinor looks... Well, place. we're going to be at our destination. Four days of minutiae travel, and this would be the fifth day. You're game. going to arrive yeah. today. Um, I mean, that's fine. I just want to
3: make sure while we're arriving that they're not meeting up and telling,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. We told... I mean, if you told us, I imagine uh, Eldar heard it as well, so... Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him it's being the down most down. experienced it's traveler. Also, while down. we're traveling at night, stargazer. Okay. Valinor looks good. uh darkness and just gives a swirling on. So
2: darkness will come back down to where he was hovering over the... So continuing
1: the journey, what happens is, is eventually these dunes, they don't necessarily recede, but they almost seem to become less and less frequent as the sands become more and more flat. Almost like this large, open Salt plain, but not salt. And, um, basalt.
0: really. Salt, um, I mm-hmm.
1: have the so So, off in the distance, being this flat, you can see something on the horizon that is very different from the terrain that you've been traveling through the last four days. This kind of sunken in area of the sand, almost as if there's something below the surface. And as you get closer and closer, the realization of what you're looking at eventually dawns on you. From a distance, you might have missed the gaping chasm that stretches across this low section of desert. The winds sweep tiny plumes of sand into the cenote that then drift down into a cavernous gullet. Without a word, Eldar produces a coil of thick rope and invites you all to descend into the ill-lit darkness. However, what waits for you at the bottom is not nearly as bleak as the surface, and this is assuming all of you descend down into the cenote, which is a hollow spot in the sea, in the uh, dune sea. All of you follow? Okay. It's not nearly as bleak as the surface. A cool haven of rock walls that guard against the relentless sun. And a small stone tower that leans leans at a precarious angle. It's within this cenote, So the tower does not go up to the surface. Inside of this hollow spot, which seems to be What's keeping the sand at bay from encroaching into this hollow spot are these rock walls, these rough, almost broken-looking rocks, and in the center you can see this just plethora of sand that circles around this tower that kind of juts up at this odd angle. Eldar just continues into the center towards the tower, if nobody has anything. How tall is the tower? It's a it's just about as tall as the chasm is deep. So we're gonna say probably thirty feet.
0: Okay. I'd like to be on the lookout for uh, any writing on these walls, depictions, uh, religious iconography, things like that.
1: Okay. I'll go ahead and tell you without making a check, there there's no writing. It does appear to be sheared, like broken. But gotcha. it's there's no writing. <coughs> Perception check from the Catholic traps. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: What are you doing? I I would like to do a history check on maybe the origins of the structure. Okay, go ahead. Damn. Mm
1: Uh,
4: fifteen. I'll go ahead and put a flash of genius on it for a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty.
0: Nothing. something that we were told before.
1: Yeah, you've heard it about possibly something that this could be. But as far as history, I don't know if Jake is recalling
4: what this might be. Can I use that roll? Is it the library? That's Merrill's knowledge. I can do it with my modifier. Is it the library?
0: Sunken, I sunken, think it's in the in sunken uh, library of Solanas. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So as far as mechanical <clears> traps, no, there aren't no any mechanical traps. So. As Eldar reaches this tower, you can see that the threshold that he is approaching, what is now used as a doorway, is, was not intended to be a doorway. It was intended to be a window, and thus the threshold is too short for people like Rathnax or Linvala you're definitely going to have to crouch just a little bit to get through this threshold. However, what stops you is this. Let's see. What stops you is, is that someone has retrofitted this window with this large brass ornate door. And what is obvious to all of you just looking at it without any kind of inspection whatsoever is that this is some kind of arcane door. This is not a common door and it was also put in the tower after it was built. It's a, it's a different construction, it's a different age, all that. So. As Eldar kind of turns and looks towards the chasm around you, almost as if he's making sure that no one is hot on your heels, no one is glancing over any rocks, he then reaches into his pocket and produces absolutely nothing. But he's holding his hand like this, almost as if he's got something held between his thumb and index finger. And you can see as he approaches the door that he takes this nothing and he puts it into a lock. The door twists and you can hear a thunk as the door unlocks and he places this nothing back in his pocket. And you can hear this slight, very graceful whirling of these mechanical things inside the door as it thunk separates and begins to open the ornate doors swing ajar as if on perfectly oiled hinges and allows what little light can be found in the pit to flood inside just inside is a small room completely barren of comforts or luxury that ends in a staircase that beckons down at a steep slope. You travel down into the darkness, which grows grows slightly colder with every step. Not a cold that threatens you, but a dry, subterranean cold that all passages like this possess. Slowly, you notice the radius of the spiraling staircase grows larger as you move down. You're about to question Algar when you see the threshold ahead. Passing through you can see an expansive room with a circular handrail in the center. Approaching the handrail you can see that it guards an opening that falls well out of sight. You see the numerous levels below with the same handrails, all of which have rows upon rows of bookshelves. Turning to analyze the current level, you see more shelves, all filled from end to end with books. If you guys want to talk or anything like that,
0: this is the This is amazing around all the books.
4: Hmm? Uh, I want to start pouring through in the books. <laughs> or, not more through them, but like skimming them.
0: Okay. That is absolutely doable. At least I that, I'd also like to be looking around for books Would that have a binding and in infernal. Hmm. <laughs> is there a, like,
3: kind of organization?
1: <clears throat> it's hard <laughs> to sections? tell. There's only a few seconds where you can have a More of a conversation than actually peruse these books before something else happens. But just at a glance, you don't see any books that have a spine written in Infernal. You, Meryl, I want a perception check. You do see a book that kind of grasps your attention. It's an odd shape in that most books being completely square, this one has corners cut by design out of it. So it's more of this ruby shape with this beautiful red binding on the outside. But the rest of the books all kind of look a little more plain. And you're noticing just from your inquisitive mind that all of these books are essentially stories. They are lore about fictional, non-fictional, a variety of things, but they are storybooks. But as you kind of draw your attention into this one red tome, you become cautious. When the breezeless air around you surrenders to a gentle buffeting wind, you turn to see a huge winged silhouette rising from the darkness. So from below this handrail, you can see this large dark silhouette. There's this as it's rising. As it grows closer, the figure becomes more real. Brass colored feathers, talons, a flat face, and two eyes clearly wise beyond years. A giant owl, which perches on the handrail before you. So when I say giant, I don't mean an abnormally large, uh, owl! I'm talking about an 8, 9, 10-foot owl that perches on the handrail before you. And as all of you are kind of taken back by this, you see as Eldar takes a couple of very confident steps forward <laughs> and then drops to one knee, placing his hand across his chest and bowing his head. I'm going to follow. you. No. Okay, so all of you do this. Sure. You don't. I'm just standing in the back corner. Okay. Mm-hmm. You. I'm asking. Yeah, was, okay. I'll I'll you it out. Okay. bow. Okay. Rappinax.
0: First of all, is my great axe glowing?
1: No, it is not. Mm-hmm. It is not. Okay. Then I follow suit. Okay. Elvar speaks. His voice. Echoing off of the different aspects of this chamber. My Lady Salvanus, these are the strange ones. They seek an audience with you so that they could discuss the return of the stolen tome we came into possession of. Without skipping a beat, I guess. Mm-hmm. You hear as this owl, surprisingly, speaks in this Aged, elegant voice, a human voice. She says, Thank you, Elda. And she turns her full attention to all of you. Salutations, strange ones. My name is Salvanis. I welcome you to the sunken library and although I wish we could have met under better circumstances, I have looked forward to meeting you. I believe we have a mutual friend in the Storm Mage. I hope you can forgive my appearance. You see, it makes traversing the library much easier, and I have never been able to part with the rapture of flight. Perhaps something less ominous, and you can see as this owl takes one of the talons and picks it up from the handrail and begins to step forward when a rolling magical energy encompasses Salvanus. As her owl form shrinks and shapes into the form of an elderly woman dressed in elegant arcane robes, her golden hair is well kept and falls well past her beltline. Her amber eyes almost seem to glow in the very poorly lit library. She steps away from the handrail with a grace uncommon for a woman her age. Now, how may I assist you?
3: There was a book that was stolen from the library at Doria. And not that that's any of your fault, but we were sent to fetch it.
1: I believe that Eldar said you were looking for a tome called Trials in Darkness?
3: That's correct.
1: Well, we have acquired a copy of Trials in Darkness. And being that it is a rare tome, I can only assume it is your missing book. I am happy to retrieve it for you. And you can see as she kind of swirls her hand and writes, Next to her hand, there's this almost arcane pocket that seems to vap out of the air. This kind of yellowish energy. And you can see as she does this, maybe, if you're standing close enough to the handrail, you might see two or three levels down. The only thing that catches your eye is this glint of light that forms two or three levels down near a bookshelf. And you can see a Salvanas reaches her hand through this small portal, her hand appears two or three levels down, and seems to pluck a book from the shelf.
0: (laughs) That is an excellent trick.
1: It is very convenient. She says that she pulls this bleak, black tone from the shelf, and places it into both of her hands, and she kind of looks. To see who will be actually I'll taking it. She smiles at you. It's a warm yeah. smile, hands it to you.
3: Thank
1: you. Just put it in your bag? In the
4: bag. In. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, um, if we were to request the use of your library for further reading, perhaps even borrow a tome or two, um, is there any procedure or? Preferred method of doing
1: I am afraid that none of my tomes are permitted to leave my library. But I might allow you to peruse the books here for the first 50 or so levels.
2: I would like to ask her if <laughs> she'd be interested in a trade if we were to find a book that we really want. And I take out my bag of holding cut one of the cut one of the volumes of the Ezra Tones that I have. Which volume is it? I believe it was volume three.
4: You didn't write it down. It's <laughs> in my inventory as the Ezra tone. Did I catch the name of the book that had the corners Cut? Mm. What was your role? A uh, natural twenty? Yeah. The sinful six.
2: Ooh. I like no, but I, I am 90% positive it was, it was volume three.
1: Okay. Uh, she looks at you and she says, Perhaps something besides a book. I generally do not allow any of my tomes to leave my library. Perhaps if you were to understand why I am here, then you could
0: agree with my reasoning. Does one need a reason to abide in a place like this? As I'm looking around the books. Did
1: you say abide? Abide. Abide. Ah. Um. She kind of walks gracefully over to one of the bookshelves here on this level, and plucks a smaller tongue off the shelf and she hands it to that one. And she says, please rest. Take as much time as you would like. As I said, the first 50 or so levels are of complete and total access for friends of Thakun. I do ask, that if you wish to go further into the library that you speak with me first.
2: How many levels are there? Let me think. Mm.
1: There are 88 levels. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: What sort of books are past the 50th level?
2: Make a persuasion check. This tower is 880
4: feet tall. It was. <laughs> I would say
0: 180 feet bare. 180 you know, like, feet deep. Like My mm-hmm. persuasion? hmm There's also a cafeteria under the
1: bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that actually? Don't get the subject. <laughs> the <Sure>. back room. <laughs>
3: Wait no wait sorry that's perception persuasion that's a Clash it's a ten. It's a fifteen.
0: She looks at you and she says, "Dangerous books. Yeah. That's too mm-hmm. wasted. Perhaps the books uh, takun was here to request. Um, no. We haven't heard if no. he was." We haven't heard from him in a while, and I hope he was um, yes. successful with it. Or no. He was Uh
1: She looks at you and she says, Tharkun has paid me a visit recently, and I do believe that he accomplished his goal. If you're referring to the tone that he requested, long ago from my library. This is somewhat of a sore subject. As I mentioned, I don't generally allow tomes to leave my library, but Tharkoon is one of the most intelligent beings that I know, and I have trusted his judgment, even though I knew not what he intended for the tomes. Well. make it are actually
0: not you mm-hmm. okay well I hope it brings some comfort that it may aid us all picked souls in protecting not only this place but the rest of places as well
1: well I assume that you will be resting here for the evening mm-hmm. Very good.
3: We very much appreciate the hospitality and uh, surrendering the books book, Um In return, is there anything that we can do for you? Maybe not here, it seems you have it very well taken care of, but, you know, on the surface?
1: We can discuss that over dinner. Eldar and I will go see to your rooms and nice dinner.
2: Does she have a Dewey decimal system? <laughs> um, I was going to have
1: something. Okay. Is that, yes. Uh, I want to ask her if there
0: is anyone else that resides here at the library, or if there's anything that we need to be wary of while we're here.
1: So you know, you don't want to, you want to be wary of going below the 50th level. Or for like, is there, are there things that have taken up residence here that she, are, are there monsters here? Is sure. there anything that we need to be on the lookout for? Okay, make, make an insight
4: check. Twelve.
1: Twelve? Yeah. She looks at you and she says, there is nothing within my library that could lay you harm. Only moth-riddled books.
4: <laughs> Thank
1: you. <laughs> and so, one of y'all, you had some. The Dewey Decimal System. She explains to you that the current level that you're on, which is the highest intact level, uh, is entirely books that are intended to be sorted. The next level is a specific genre of books. The next level is a specific genre of books. Yada, 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 all the way down. But this particular level is a hodgepodge of all the different books that Eldar has brought in. Possibly others. You don't know, Darkun, Maybe bring your books occasionally. But these are all books to be sorted that are on this level. Gotcha. Is
2: it, just outside game, is it worth me going to try and find a book for my back, for what I'm trying to achieve?
1: Maybe wait.
0: Okay. While we're, while we're waiting on dinner, um, do you have anything from uh, Acolytes or Scribes of Uh She looks at you and she says,
1: I believe it is the, let me see, below the 50th level. So there's probably, it would be, I'm trying, I'm sorry, I've got myself
0: confused. 1 through 55, 51 through 88.
1: Yes, this is level 1. And the levels descend. So it's the reverse of how it was before. Yeah. Uh, So this is level 1. She says, I believe that most of our celestial references, some of them quite boring, uh, are on level 7.
0: May I? I'll go over to the edge.
1: You can, yes. I might recommend resting first. You see, traversing the library without wings is <coughs> quite tiring. Sorry, it's dusty in here. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. So.
3: We're about to have dinner,
1: you so. said? you're, you're going to have a
4: second before you have dinner. I'm just going to head back over to that strange book that I saw. and just kind of... Okay. through Show.
1: Okay. Do you want to read it, or are you just looking at the outside? I'll use the rod right
4: of Alertness to cast to magic on it real quick. Okay. It is not magic. And there's no magic objects around me. Oh, there's there's numerous magic objects
1: around you, but it's your party. Okay. And there's also arcane lit torches. Okay. Um, yeah, will open
4: it. You'll open it? I'm just walking. I'm skimming it. What's the book that she held me that I've been
2: holding on to this whole (laughs) time? I'll let you read it in just a second. So is it to be
3: asked her for specific books after dinner?
1: Yes. She's essentially asking you to just wait here at this level and rest until she can prepare your rooms and a meal. You said you're going to go pee? Yeah, we're gonna wait because you won't you won't want this. I'm no, you go pee
0: first. Okay, I'll <laughs> God,
1: all right. I do
4: not want you to read these yet. Dogs, hush. Oh, sorry. I read a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Did y'all did y'all hear that? I do not want you to read these yet. Okay.
2: So you're sending something that we should not look at right now? Yes.
1: Okay. Kyle, did you copy that?
4: Yes. Okay. I didn't realize I could make the belt the kill strength until I was looking at upper level stuff. It's okay.
3: It'll save you more ten minutes Besides It was not as expensive as I thought it was going to
2: be. You rolled, rolled particularly well for you. Uh, yes. Thank
3: God.
4: Well, yeah, because I could have been out of your friends <laughs> For <laughs> For upper level stuff, I'm, I'm thinking the spell of. Uh, spell refueling ring and a gem of seed, which just gives you true sight. Ooh. That's neat. You
0: could have seen true the True sight, key, rather. Uh,
1: Oh, like that. <laughs> But do I want you to read this? Mm-hmm. I was talking mm-hmm. about Meryl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to put your heart into it, okay? Okay.
3: Hold on. God damn it. I keep
2: forgetting. To unsubscribe from Humble Choice. Every freaking month they send me an email like, "Your games are ready."
4: All right. Like that? I didn't even know that was a thing until a couple weeks ago. Oh, seriously? seriously? No. What is Humble Choice? Upload uh, like? uh, file. Huh? Just Humble Choice? Just free games? What? Well, no. It, so it's it's a monthly
2: game. Monthly. Did y'all
4: get
1: that
2: file? Did y'all want to read it?
1: Yeah, can, is do you have it? Discord. I don't have anything. anything but did you tag us in oh. it or is it just in the... Yeah, I don't see anything. I don't have anything. Okay. Sorry. I hate this bullshit. I gotta have Discord Nitro to send something that long. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. So don't read this. Yeah, don't read it yet. All right, so all of you are permitted to shed your packs, perhaps take off some of the more heavy aspects of your armor if you'd like and drink from your canteens, as you, Valinor, and you, Meryl, have two tomes in your hands that are immediately able to be read, essentially. Uh, and so you begin to thumb through these pages, and what you're going to find is that I have, I have put excerpts from these into your Discord. So this is where what you read uh, when you first open up the book. Uh, who would like to go first? Valinor? Okay. Um and you're gonna need to do it justice. There'll be some DM inspiration dice on the line here.
0: And I have one, you one of you one. Hmm. No
4: we can't bring it. <laughs> that's the name you chose? Which one? Oh yeah, I saw that. What? Yeah. Bobo Virginius. Why don't you Google it? I
2: don't think I want to. I think you do. The Sunken Library by Bubo Virginianus. Excerpt from the opening chapter. The library was built by the dragonborn mage, Drakkar. Drakar was amongst the first dragonborn. He was once Umbrasil's personal ser- what? He was once Umbrasil's personal servant, but quickly became uh, a powerful mage in his own right, simply by spending time in the presence of the oldest and wisest. As a gift for his lifetime of loyal service, Umbrasil granted permission to build, granted Drakkar permission to build and develop a new library and a faraway land. Drakkar was told. Uh, was told to learn and document everything he could about. The other Darthmore and their servants. When Rathenel plotted the demise of Umbersil, he sent Salvanus to kill Drakar so that he could not come to his master's aid. During the battle, the foundation of the library was damaged and the entire structure sank into the dune scene. Salvanus stayed in the library to guard its knowledge and to repent for her, uh, her devotion to Um Immediately after the coup d'etat, Rathnel, yeah, Rathnel came to the sunken library and agreed to share to spare Silvanus if she surrendered her flame and, ho, oh, oh, ho, <laughs> and pledged an you know, oath to never wage war against the Celestials or their interests. Oh, shit! I don't think he
1: was here. Him, he didn't know that
2: Salvanus is a breathless. No, no, bro. We got two dragons now. So you shared this with the party? I, I am, uh, I am quiet. I'm in in just quiet utter awe right now, and then I just like, kind of like, like shakily hand the book to Meryl, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. What, what, what. And then I just, I just, I just point to where Sylvanas <laughs> killed your car, and then pointed to where Rathnir took away her breath.
1: And it did mention that the library was sunk in the battle. Yes. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh? It's kind of bothering me how unfazed I am by this knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> now you were yours. Considering everything that we've been through, this seems like a Tuesday, or what is it? Yeah, there are, there are interfere a, yeah. with the class,
3: though.
4: Yes, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a dragon, she's like Breathless. And by swearing an oath not to wage war, not to interfere with Celestials, could she fight for against other things?
1: She's the same as Tharkun. She and Tharkun both were the ones. her, her and several other Breathless were the ones who usurped Umbersil and sided with Rathenel in the Celestial
4: Cleansing. Okay. So, if you would like to read your portion. Sure. This is Sinful Six by the bard of Hemlock. Excerpt from the final chapter. There in the dying light of the molten bile pooled throughout the den of Kybrexus, Lothora clutched her dagger in a reverse grip with the blade stretching the length of her forearm. The demon within it, screaming inside her mind, she postured over her fallen companion and lover, Kelnom, the swift arrow. His infernal bow still gripped in his hopelessly broken hand. From the shadows of Kyprexus emerged his teeth like a thousand starving stone serpents, his lips curled above his maw like a ravenous dog, his eyes burning with the fury of a hundred cloudless suns he stepped closer crushing the corpse of Keiko under his gruesome claws. Lythora leaned down and placed her kiss on her lover's brow, almost out of instinct. But why? Keiko had been with had been her lover once or twice, but only the embrace he received wait, sorry. Keiko had been her lover once or twice, but the only embrace he received was from Kybrexus. Why did Kelnom deserve her affection and not Kekko? Kelnom had been with Kekko as many times as her, but his eyes didn't even glance at Kekko's liquefied remains. Ah, the jest. Ah, the cruel realization. Kelnom didn't look at Kekko because his eyes were fixed on the Thora. Like the two unwavering stars, they gleamed in the gloom of Kybrexus's lair. She gazed into his soul through his eyes. Like portals into the innermost self, into his innermost self. Only now did she realize the love she had never had was sharing the long journey with her. Through town and tavern, through forest and forsaken cave, from the look in his eyes, Lothora saw Kel'Nom knew all along. His eyes had betrayed his secret. So you finally figured it out. Why did I always let you take the last sweet? Why did I always want to take watches with you? Why did I kill Lesmon? Lesmon? Because I. But the final grain of sand had passed through the hourglass, and the time for kind words was gone. They embraced as the flames washed over them. Just like on, the, on that warm day, bathing in the Red Sea, on the black beaches of Malkaria, where his love began. Bruh. Bruh. Can
3: I buy that book
1: somewhere? You might be particularly interested in that book. I am
3: particularly interested
1: Especially the first couple of sentences.
2: Mm-hmm. So okay for us. Mm-hmm. I need <laughs>
1: Is there more in this book? Are you you catching this? Yes. Okay. 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 I didn't know if you were. You're just (laughs) not reacting.
3: I'm sorry. I was was like immersed in the story. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) You did good. You did good.
4: He had an infernal bow as well.
2: Valor is immediately
4: intrigued by this story. Can I read that Sure. I'm gonna take the book. I'm gonna go look for a Tome of Stendrid.
1: Tome of Stendrit. So you will go with Alistair. Okay. Should we, uh, after, her, right? hmm? after dinner. After uh, dinner. That's the plan. I mean, that's what kind of she inferred, but you could still go. Can I just,
4: can I
3: just start reading
1: the book? I think, we'll go ahead and, I think
4: we'll go ahead and go before somebody wears out our welcome. Jeff.
1: So you go to this spiral staircase that's built into one of the walls and you begin to descend down to the seventh level of this library. And as you are reading this book, The Sinful Seven, and the rest of you are taking a break, the two of you traveling down, yes, so The Sinful Six, uh, as the rest of you are traveling down, did you have something?
2: I also wanted to ask about a book, but I can wait until after dinner because I'm not a piece of shit. Okay.
1: Well, well you don't have to. All of you in your respective places, that's where we'll take a break.
2: I mean um, So you're 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 telling me.
1: The scene is a busy city streets. Merchants coming and going, guards protecting the merchants, and here we see two travelers in search of wares.
0: Oh Robicus! Robicus! traveled hither and yon and found not for our needs a Funko Pops and Warhammer yes Kylius nay have we found our Dungeons and Dragons Minis, Dice and other accessories nor a place to play this fabled game of Warhammer what is a group to do look there Gods! Gods which could answer our our question and help us along on this quest! He
4: kept saying that it was an arrow to the knee, but I think he just ran out of paid vacation.
0: God, gods, God, gods! 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 We need four Funko Pops! And Warhammer! Hall- have- Dragons, minis, and accessories! Are you, were your parents inbred? You should know by now that you have to go to Coco's, collectibles, and more! What are you? Tourists? Or worse? Adventurers? Or worse? (laughs) Metagamers? They are right, Kylius. Of Of course! We should have known! Of course we've heard of Cody's collectibles and more! Why, it can be found where? Oh, at 1225 Snow Street, Suite 14 in Oxford, Alabama.
3: Pat me, snail!
0: (laughs) Scene! Hey guys, visit us at CocosandMore.com or come see us in person at Cody's Collectibles and More at 1225 Snow Street, Oxford, Alabama, Suite 14. Feel free to also follow us on any of our social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for all of your Dungeons and Dragons, Funko Pop, and Warhammer needs.